Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, my talkers, we made it to Thursday. One more day until Friday, which is real exciting because we all love Fridays around here. Lori and Julia are here to bring you guys into this Thursday afternoon. So sit back and enjoy the show. Ah, Yes, let's enjoy the show. How about uh, the beautiful weather and the big, huge moon that looked like a chandelier glowing in your bedroom or wherever you were last night? I mean, it looked like there was a light on in the sky. Beautiful. This is beautiful weather, I have to admit. I just sometimes feel like uh, we should just call August um, July the 2nd or something, you know, July <laughs> part squared. Due. Yeah, right. It's, July, it's beautiful. It's so, such, such good weather. We can count on that in August. And there's some good uh, music tonight. Maida is playing at Mears Park. Oh, tonight was just love a, Maida. Maida, so good, and she she's, did the song for the Weekly Dish. Yes, yes, mm-hmm. and she's uh, she's very talented. She played at the Mall of America a couple of weeks ago. Um, shout out to the Mall of America! It's their thirtieth anniversary. Grant, do you remember how? Were you you were six years old? Yes, yeah, <laughs> that's it. And I uh, remember those commercials. Where is the fun in your life? Mall of America, yeah. Mall of America. I was so excited when the Mall of America. I still, you know, I loved. We both I, loved the Mall of America, but like there were a lot of people who were like talking about it, it was like a travesty, and I'm like, uh, Southdale was the first mall in the United right. States. We should have like a great mall. Absolutely. I always thought it was weird they never put in a. Uh, Water wave park, yes. like they've had in Japan since the seventies, mm-hmm. with the pools and yep. stuff. Yeah, but that had been talked about, and it still comes up. But anyway, Maida performed like two weeks ago in the rotunda yep. as part of their because they've had events. Like tonight's a big damn deal. Yes, they're yes. having a lot of stuff tonight. So Maida's outside at Mirrors Park playing. And do you remember though the first time you went in the Mall of America? Oh yeah, yeah I had a hard hat on. I was interviewing oh, for a job you for were? a director of marketing. You were, but I remember when it opened. And I I'm took like, like a long lunch break from Carlson because I got recruited oh. to talk to them I about it. I remember when you went over there. Yeah, and I'm like, I'm not leaving my my great travel job with good boondoggles to <laughs> work at the mall. Is how I felt. It wasn't the right. It wasn't the right fit. For yeah. It wasn't the right fit at the time. I wasn't done with the travel business yet. But so I had a hard hat on. Right. Yeah. Oh, but, I remember my kids when um, they got passes for Camp you know, Snoopy. For the Camp, for yeah. Camp Snoopy. Yeah. I still literally have those. Oh, that's cool. Okay, that's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. On the little cords. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you can get rid of those now. Yeah, oh. you can. But that is cool. You. Have we it. would go there, and I'd always have to hold my youngest's tummy. Toddler Tuesday. Oh, and he would try to they jump. They still off. have that on Tuesday, oh, and yes. you'll see the moms, you know, doing the little oh. yeah. exercises with 
Yeah, he no, used, it's he a great tried place. to jump off the Frogger, which was this: you go up two, go down one, and there, there's like six streets. Oh yes, six across. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I was like, no, you can't stay. <laughs> you know, he's just trying to get out of it. I'm like, stop! Right. You're scaring me. But I had to hold his tummy on the choo-choo train. That's how his stomach was so afraid of rides. Oh, oh. the choo-choo train wasn't even that big. It of, wasn't. No. But oh. I, That's crazy. <laughs> That's a good memory. Yeah. And they always wear matching outfits when they went there, so we wouldn't lose them. This is a tried and true thing. Anytime you go to a big place with a lot of people. The state fair is a big place for the family matching. t-shirts. Yes. <laughs> yes. 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 Um, and then also tonight, there's a good show at the Turf Club. Yes. Um, St. Small is playing. The Mood Swings are playing. You know, the drummer in the Mood Swings is our buddy from Dantana's and our Harry Dean Stanton epic night. And then the Shackletons are playing. Love them. So that's a th- a three three bands tonight at the How Turf Club. How big is the Turf Club? I don't know. Maybe the Turf Club holds maybe 300. Okay. People, and then there's the Clown Lounge right, downstairs. Which I've never been to. Grant, have you ever been? Honestly. No. You too. I, we, we can go to Happy Hour there. It's the one place in town. It's five to seven is the Happy Hour at the Clown Lounge, and they have an epic jukebox. And okay, we're going to go burger. there one night this uh, fall yeah. after work. Yes. Three. 350 it's, people. You were correct. Okay. Yeah, 350 was, is the cap. I was just like shutting my eyes and thinking, and that seemed about right. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, that's that's really a good, fun I'll have to check you know, it out. It's the only place that has a happy hour that we can make it to. That I found. Because <laughs> most of them end at 6. That's true. Or the yeah. reverse ones that start at 10. Right, yeah. right. And we're like, we're oh, we're not going to that. We're so, done. Um, anyway, but um, anyway, we're going to talk with, uh, we haven't talked to our buddy Neil Justin in forever. I think we talked to him in June. And uh, we wanted to talk to him in July. And we always forget he goes to that critics thing out in Pasadena. Yes, he does. And he's busy filing and stories te- and interviewing people. Teaching classes. Teaching classes, that's right. Yep. So we're going to talk to Neil because, as usual, there's just um, a buttload of new TV shows that are coming out, that have dropped, you know, that he's recommending. So we're going to talk with him. And uh, butts are on our mind today, aren't they, Lori? What are? <laughs> butts. Oh, butts. Oh, my gosh. Madonna, 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 Madonna. Oh, man. On Jimmy Fallon. I had to watch it twice. I couldn't believe what my eyes... I was having problem processing using my cabeza, which is Spanish for brains, as as Madonna told him. I mean, I'm just like, who is affected like that? What has happened to my girl? Oh, no. Be an icon. Oh, no. Be a legend. She can't. She no. can't do what she wants to be in her 20s. Oh. We're going to discuss in detail at yes. 5 o'clock hour. But I did like the classroom instruments. I did. Uh, they haven't. Yeah. The roots, they haven't done one in two and a half years because of COVID. Good point. Yeah, because they're real crammed in there when they do that. They are real yes, crammed are. in there. Yeah, yeah. And Madonna's done one, one other one time, like mm-hmm. seven years ago. But this Boy. was the first one. Anyway, we'll talk about mm-hmm. it. Let's let's get going. We want to talk to Neil, Justin. We want to know if there's still no crying in baseball because he did watch a league of their Ooh. own and all those episodes um, dropped because uh, that's on Amazon. Amazon. Yeah, yeah, so they dropped all at at once. So we'll get his review on that. And some other TV shows, so we'll be right back. All right, thanks for hanging out, everybody. It's Thursday. We are delighted. Neil Justin, uh, media critic for the Star Tribune, is joining us. Hey, Neil. Hi, how are you? We are are good, and we're uh, glad to talk to you, because we haven't talked to you for a couple of months. And we are really dying to know your review about A League of Their Own, the eight-part series 
you know, that's based on the movie, the great Penny Marshall movie. Yeah, you know, it's uh, it's quite good, um, but people need to be prepared. It is uh, about the Rockford Peaches again, mm-hmm. same time period as, as the Penny Marshall movie. Um, and it's sort of set up to be very similar in tone as a comedy. Um, you know, a lot of uh, sitcom uh, stars like Nick Offerman's in it and Abby Jacobson from Broad City. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's very... you quickly discovered that the show had a little bit more of an agenda. Uh, if you recall, the movie didn't really address uh, sexual orientation and didn't address racism. Mm-hmm. And this series uh, deals with them square on, and uh, especially sexual orientation. Um, if you watched the movie, you would have suspected or assumed that nobody playing uh, women's uh, baseball at that time was gay. Uh, if you watch this series, uh, you'll come away thinking about 80 to 85 percent. Okay. okay. Um, I don't know enough about that period to know if that's accurate or not. Okay. Uh, but we certainly know that there there were gay players. Um, and um, so there's a there's an agenda here to deal with that issue um, head on. And uh, it's admirable. It, it may um, be uh, those who are expecting kind of a, a lighter comedy, and, and there is comedy in it. May uh, may be taken aback a little bit, okay? Um, because it's really uh, agenda driven, uh, but it's still done quite well. Uh, Abby Jacobson, who uh, co-created the series with the fella, um, I think his name is Will Graham. He uh, he wrote a show called Mozart in the Jungle that I liked a lot. Um, they've done a really nice job. So I think it's one of the better series of the year. Okay, and it drops on Amazon, excuse me, all eight episodes tomorrow. And tomorrow. To, yeah. I, I know there was this, there's this woman called Maybelle May Blair, and she was yeah. at the Tribeca Film Festival, and she's 95, yeah. and they call her All the Way May. And she yeah. applauded it because she was a gay woman. She's still yeah. alive, and... You know, just she was like, you know, so she came out publicly just at the League of Their Own premiere just this year. Yeah. And uh, I think I'm not sure that's her, but I think she has a small cameo in the first episode. I think there's a couple of original peaches. Yeah. Um, that, that have a cameo. And Rosie O'Donnell also has a cameo. She does. Uh, yeah. But she does. And um, yeah, she's an interesting woman. And, and I had the, the pleasure of living in Rockford for a couple of years before I came here. Really? Um, so I, I have a soft spot for the Rockford Peaches and, and that story and, and for her. So, yes. um She has said that this is, uh, this is accurate. I don't know if she's seen the whole series. Um, but, um, yeah, it, it, it's great that a spotlight's being put on this and uh, that she's still alive and, and able to, uh, to talk about it and celebrate it. Um, this is a this is a revisit that that seems worthwhile. Okay, cool. and they're not her. all worthwhile. Yeah, I love her nickname, All the Way May. I mean, what yeah, a great think, nickname! Yeah, and I think that's the character Madonna played in the original. Okay. It is okay. There's a, there's a character in this one that uh, I think is also based on her, and may even have that that nickname. name. And she sort of looks like like Madonna. Yeah. Um, um, so there's some you know comparisons to the original, but. But this is not a this is not a reboot. Um, although there is the immortal line, "There's no crying in baseball." Okay, right, good. Go you have to do. I take it Nick Offerman is the coach, the Tom Hanks. Uh, not really. Oh, okay. Um, I'm not going to give okay, too much away, right, but right. it's a different character or a different take on the character, and he's not the one who says 
there's no crying in baseball. I'll, I'll leave it at that. Okay. okay. All right. Let's talk about the third season of Never Have I Ever, Mindy yeah. Kaling's show, uh, which drops on Netflix. And I know Deacon Phillips, um, Reese Witherspoon, and her hus- ex-husband, Ryan, this is their son. He's in it. And that this is mm-hmm. such a... I love, I this, love show. this show. Yeah, I do too. And I love Mindy Kaling. And one of the things that I was really thinking about in this third season is one of the things I like about... Kaylin, she's sort of a, a typical sitcom writer. There's a lot of jokes. It's it's packed with jokes, and mm-hmm. sometimes they feel a little forced. But that's okay because she's clever. But one of the things she does so well, I think, is create protagonists that are sometimes hard to like. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that certainly goes back to The Office, particularly her character on The Office, who I don't think I would ever want to be friends with in real right. life. I mean, she was annoying as all get out, right. um, but she was compelling. And I would say the same thing about her character in the Mindy Project. Um, and I think that's her tendency or her, her desire to do that, I think, is really becoming more and more apparent with this series uh, and the lead character, Debbie. Uh, Debbie, in this one. She was very sympathetic in the first season, right? Her, mm-hmm. dad, uh, her dad died. She never kissed a boy. Mm-hmm. Um, now she's kind of popular. She's got uh, two or three hunks after her. Mm-hmm. And she's kind of a jerk, mm-hmm. um, as a lot of teenagers are. That's my take, anyway. Yeah, okay. People may love her unabashedly. I find her to be um, more and more superficial and self-centered and sort of uh, has a lot of stereotypes um, that are not terribly admirable. And she learned some lessons along the way, yeah. but not always. Um, and uh, I think that's interesting uh, I think it makes the show more interesting rather than just a hero you right. you go out and root for. Um, and, but it does make it more complicated. And those who just want a sweet, you know, rom com uh, may be disappointed. But I kind of like it that way. Okay, yeah, I, I, think I love it. her character, and I love Niecy Natch as a therapist. And, yeah. it, and I just I think this show is, and that can be an great. arc in high school, yeah. a real thing where a you girl go, go from you know no one that's knows right. who you are to being popular, and all of a sudden you start ditching your old friends. I mean, that's a thing. That's a thing. Mm-hmm. And, and then you date the goalie, right, Lori? Right. Lori's Laurie, just speaking from personal experience, uh, Neil. Right, right. Julia, not everybody can be sweet like you and I throughout That's our right. right. Poor losers, better known as losers. Okay. Yeah, sweet's a better word. Um, Neil, I'm teasing, Neil. I know it. Uh, Neil, we, i got to ask you because um, I think that you've been a fan of this show from the very beginning, like loving Breaking Bad and everything it had to offer, yeah. and then Better Call Saul, and... I mean, we had the penultimate episode this past Monday night, which was yeah. so good. I'm yeah. so sad it's coming to an end. Have you seen the ending of it? I have not. They have they've okay. not made it available. Okay, uh, they probably won't at a Monday. But I did chat with um, uh, uh, in a press conference. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mmm. What flavor are you holding? Now open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. 
Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. With Bob Odenkirk and uh-huh. Vince Gilligan and, and the other creator. Uh, and that story, uh, I think it's up digitally today and be in the paper on uh, on Sunday. And as I told them uh, uh, during the conference, and uh, I'll say it now, I didn't think this show was going to work. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought it was a mistake um, because I think Breaking Bad is so in the top three greatest dramas of all time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought it was unique, and I thought going back to the well was a big mistake. Um, and I, I was wrong. Yeah, I was wrong. They, they did it, and they also did it with the movie El Camino, which I thought was really good. Um, uh, I, you know, I don't know if they can do it again. Um, they, they say they they won't, but. Uh, don't count these guys out, and don't count this world out. It's uh, it's been kind of a miracle. It, it is so good. Right. If you've never I've watched never... Better Call Saul, and Neil, do you feel like you can watch the show if you never watched Breaking Bad? You can. You can. Uh, I think there's so many Easter eggs. Yeah. Uh, All right. That I mean, and why wouldn't you watch Breaking Bad first? Yeah, it's such I mean, a great show. It, it's one of the greatest shows of all time. It, yeah. And uh, why, why, why neglect yourself out of that pleasure? Uh, you... I'm. Eager to go back and rewatch it myself uh, at some point. You know who? Um, it's um, so good. It's so good, and and I really was wondering what is the part that Carol Burnett has is going to play. And my gosh, she's only been in a couple episodes, and I know she's some. There's some obscure Emmy rules. She'll not be able to be eligible for a guest spot because of some some archaic rule that they made. But she's been yeah. terrific. I saw that headline and and I didn't dig into why she's not. Uh, it, it has something to eligible. do with Orange is the New Black, and they got like their whole cast was nominated for these cameo things, and now you have to be in at least five episodes oh. to be eligible for a guest star. It's just dumb, but she's she's really she's turned in a heck of a performance as this lady, Jeffy's mom. Yeah, and uh, it just shows the smartness of that show and and good you know television in general. Right, people that you may have forgotten about. Um, oh. You know, I was reminded in, in watching Only Murders in the Building, uh, Shirley MacLaine pops up. When is the last time you saw Shirley right. MacLaine in anything? I and she's still funny as all heck. Is she? Um, oh yeah. Yeah. Um, why? And, uh, why I have to interrupt. Get forgotten. We we have to go, but tell Lori and I why we should watch Only Murders in the Building because we both tried and quit. Oh, uh, well, you have to love the chemistry between Steve Martin and, and Martin Short. Okay. And yeah. you have to think that Selena Gomez is a goddess. Okay. Uh, okay. We can do all those things because okay. we believe all those three those things anyway. There you go. Thank you. Neil, thank you so much. We look forward to the Better Call Saul story in Sunday Star Tribune. And, of course, uh, you can follow Neil at, at Neil Justin. Thank you. We appreciate Thanks, it. Neil. Bye-bye. Bye. Okay, I wish I knew why... Tommy Lee's picture is still up on Twitter <laughs> that got taken down. He took a selfie of himself at 3 in the morning last 3. night. 3.52 a.m. Somewhere in, in Pittsburgh. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> and it's still up on Twitter. And anyone, of course, I mean, a lot of people have seen Mr. Tommy Lands. Tommy Lance. Um, If you watch, you know, he's he's, he's well endowed. Not afraid to show off with Baby arm-esque. Huh? Baby arm-esque. Baby arm-esque is right. It's still up on Twitter. I can't believe it. Why <laughs> is it up on Twitter? Can you do this? Can you well, do a D-pick on 
I don't Twitter, think I didn't so. think it could. I thought that was well, not part of it. I Googled, how is Tommy Lee's, um, you know, Twitter pic still up on Twitter? And I just got nothing except for it's still up there, but... Instagram took took it down immediately. Oh, they so. don't yeah. let you put up nipples. No, they're not going to let you I put know. up. It says knee. nudity is permitted on Twitter, but to see nudity or post nudity on Twitter, a user has to go to their settings and tick at least one of two boxes. So I guess you can get by it by okay. a little by weird ticking that you want to be exposed and yes. you want attention. You are allowed, and yeah. you right. are insecure and need people to remember your life. Yeah, <laughs> I, you know, it could have been the fans asking for it. You know, he's well, he's a happily married man now. Maybe I can't he doesn't believe, fool around on the road and the, the but lady. I can't believe he doesn't just start a fans only site or something. Yes. So now mm. you can do it again. Going back to you can't post photos of someone else naked without right, their right. consent. So he gave, like you said, consent. To post himself nude on Twitter, and this is according to the Help Center on Twitter.com. I mean, like the Daily Mail, they put up Tommy Lee horrifies fans by posting (laughs) a full frontal nude to Instagram. Your dumb stick just fell out because the comments are hilarious. Hilarious. The memes. But I don't think horrified is the right word. That that isn't. I I looked at it and I just did nothing but smile. In fact, the whole time we were talking to Neil, I just look over and I go, look at Tommy. He's really looking good. Stop. It's hard to enlarge a photo from Twitter, though. No, but I mean, he's... he's, Control Zoom. Yeah. And then it did make me think of the, you know, one funny scene in the, like, the first episode of Pam and Tommy, the show we quit after two episodes of Tommy Lee and his talking... Um, drumstick. Yes. Having a conversation <laughs> in the mirror. You can't be falling in love with Pamela Anderson already. Oh. Wow. Okay, so let's just say this. Oh, hell why, yeah. Why did he post it? Um, just because he, he wanted can? to. He wanted to. Now, people are also taking his picture and cropping it out and saying, there, I fixed it for you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the comments. I there's a really funny. good gif, uh, which I haven't oh, the seen. Gifts. Of um, Jack Nicholson sitting next to Nicolas Cage at the Academy Awards and just vigorously clapping. <laughs> Hysterical. Um, yeah, uh, it's very, the the Thelma and Louise, you know, oh no, the Banger sisters. Oh, funny. Remember that? Yes, they had I... their rock dong collection of photos. <laughs> Remember I that never, movie? Who was in that again? That was Susan Sarandon, Sarandon. and Goldie Hawn. And they were the groupies. And oh. they were the older groupies looking back on the day. Was that a good movie? Oh yeah, I mean yeah, it was okay. it was kind of fun. And then there's that you know, the thing Tommy Lee posted on Instagram a while ago, and it's an elephant talking to a naked man, and the elephant says to the naked man, "How do you breathe through that little thing?" <laughs> <laughs> well, but you you know Tommy Lee was in the news recently because Guns N' Roses that's his band right? No, Motley Crue. Motley Crue. Yeah. Motley Crue was playing and mm-hmm. Tommy Lee was injured and he's coming back from his injury yeah. and the drum track played and it was obvious that he wasn't playing the drums. Yeah. So I think this is his thing to say. Distract. Distract. Yeah. Cuz remember mean, that just happened. Uh, Graham, yeah, that, you were on no, you I, were out. I was I out but I heard, yeah. yeah that's so, that's a good that's like a good look is, over here shiny light. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's what I think this is. I mean, I may not still be able to play the drums but I have a drumstick. Yeah, <laughs> and I am not horrified. I have to say that I actually really enjoy this picture of it's him. Art. It's art. It's artistic. It's got body art. We're not seeing the full face. No, I don't mind it. And I, I luckily we always have followed uh, Tommy Lee we on have. Twitter. Good yeah, to know. <laughs> yeah. good to know. All right, moving on. Moving on to the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills and the train wreck 
of a show that I couldn't. I think I was driving Brittany crazy, but I think she was up doing a feeding with little Margot a go go. Okay, Margot a go go. So she didn't mind. Okay, but um, let's start with um, let's do the quote of the season. So at the end of the show, we see Garcelle say to Erica, they're having a little thing, and Garcelle just uh, really says something to Erica. Do you see it there? It was on Twitter about... Um, yep, got it. Okay, let's just play this. This is a sneak peek for next week. Do you have a drinking problem? No, I don't have a drinking problem. Neither do I, but you tried to push it. I said I was worried about you. Are you, though? Yeah. But is that to make Erica look bad, or is that out of genuine... Erica, I don't have to make you look bad. You can do that on your own. No. <laughs> Okay, please, please, please give Garcelle and Sutton extra diamond pay for putting up with these crazy biatches that are on this show. Kyle Epic Potster, Lisa Rinna, you can't take the soap opera actress out of her. She was just a nightmare. She was rude. Beyond rude, and she's been beyond rude, and she's using her mom's death as an excuse it is, and the wallpaper that is a crystal, okay? And I just say that because I, going to a teeth cleaning with Paul and Dorit, that, that was is, that was not and on, uh, nobody wants to see that. Okay, we're seriously. The reason we saw that was because that dentist was giving away a set of teeth. I do not dinner. like a charity called Homeless But Not Toothless. I don't know if I've ever heard of a more horribly named well, charity. That is terrible. Isn't guess, that a terrible? But wait a minute. Wait homeless but not toothless. And Kathy Kathy Hilton thought it was for it was the homeless toothless charity. It to be homeless and have but no guess teeth. Who turned around to it? Your gal Sharon Stone. I. I know. Karen oh. Stone was Dorit's neighbor and told her about uh, it. So, homeless, not toothless, needs a new name. Okay, that's an observation. Because really what is it about? Is was this for homeless? It, because people it, who are homeless never get to see the dentist, and of course, your teeth. And I then, swear to God, there, when you have, it is true when you have. Um, dental problems. It, it, it's everything. It's everything. It affects your whole body. Yes, it does. And Take so, care of your gums. So Dorit had a charity event for the homeless, not toothless. <laughs> and then we had to go to the teeth cleaning. I didn't like that. And then Crystal, I mean, I, I'm, I'm, I, I don't go to the Beverly Hills housewife to watch stuff about eating disorders. And it's been a predominant storyline for Crystal. This whole time, like every week. And then they put up the number and everything. But I'm just saying, for me, for my Beverly Hills, and for many other people, I I mean, we kind of have had the eating disorder thing with Lisa Rinna, who talks about it with her daughter, admits that even though she doesn't admit that she seems to be disordered about eating. You know? Okay, let me just stop for a second. And she's just an awful person. And Kyle... And her pot stirring, and I think Maurice Maurizio might be banging Dorit. Now that has been in the news. Dun, now dun, stop. Dun. There's oh, yeah. no way. There is no way Maurizio <laughs> is that dumb. There is no Maurizio was uh, is named in the uh, federal racketeering charges against Erica that he acted as a front for buying some house that uh, Tom Girardi was putting down escrow money on. Uh oh. Yeah. There's a lot. 
To me, Sutton and Garcelle are keeping that show going. 100%. And Kathy Hilton not kind of knowing who Melissa Melissa Etheridge is and but, asking if she'd been under the table because she did a one-song performance. Oh. Uh, at like she was last hiding night. because there was such a blowout. Lisa Ren is just swearing at Sutton in the middle of this charity dinner where they're asking people to give money. And Lisa Renna just goes off the rail. But I want to just say something. Okay. I thought besides all this terrible stuff, the most disturbing line was when Diana, the new housewife, is talking about her husband, who's nothing but a little boy. He's a child. He's Asher. a child. Asher, oh. who looked like the yeah. love child of and Bob Dylan nothing, and Lennon. And he's nothing but a child. She's so weird. I hate her. I I can't stand who her. Who refers to their husband as a child? I don't even think they're married, quite frankly. I, I don't think she wants to give up any of her money to a man 17 years younger. They're not married. I think, I think. But the this fa- show was the off the rails. That, the fact that Lisa Rinna is not over the fact that Sutton outed her and Harry for going to the Elton John benefit on her dime she should have just said thank you the day before they'd met. She's just, I think she knows she's, uh, um, you know, going home. It may not going to carry the diamond. She's just going to be the, she's just going to be the she's, residue. She's done. She's awful. Okay, she's really awful. Minute, but wait a minute. And she, then she wore Mary Cosby's she reunion looks so dress. She's good when she's being awful, though. She does have beautiful makeup and hair. But she's an awful person, and we've seen her do this with several people. Remember all the crap they gave Lisa Vanderpump about the damn puppy and the same time period that her brother took his own life? Can I just ask you something? Uh, Do you think there's something up with her and Harry? Lisa and Harry? I mean, there's always these rumors that he's got side pieces up in Canada because he's Mr. Go Camping in the Woods and they have a cabin. I have no idea. For all I know, they have an agreement on that. I'm trying to figure out why she's so awful this year because she's exceptionally awful this year. She is exceptionally awful. I think she's hungry. She really is. I think she might be just hungry. Maybe. She doesn't look like she's eating. None of these women eat. Yeah, and I don't believe that Diana is 49 or 50 because last night on Watch What Happens Live, Andy showed photos of Paris Hilton and Diana like from 20 years ago I'm like uh she's a cupid doll faced maybe 69 year old you think she's that old Julia uh, she doesn't even resemble she's had so much done there's a reason why she always wears her hair up in a top knot wow pulling the skin just a little she bit she just fresher. had a child though Lori how did <laughs> all right fine maybe I mean, she's you no, know 59 she... oh my <laughs> Oh, my God. Did I tell you I'm pregnant, by the way? Right. That's exactly <laughs> it. Anyway, and then the stretching it out on Kyle's the tennis court and Erica always talking about her the D, all the D she's getting is just cringy. I'll just say to anybody who's newly single and out there and they're they got you told single. us this yesterday yeah but they You'd got like to put sing- an exclamation mark but they it. get they you get single a little little bit later uh, you're outside of your 20s and 30s when you're 40 50 60 70 people really don't want to hear you talk about all the d you're getting no i don't know why it switches they want to hear old d stories but they don't want to hear any new d stories that's actually well said it is the truth it's the truth the old d stories yeah yeah the adventures and let's try in homeless not toothless let's work on a better name Nate. yes in the house sure okay, it's but, going. but you have to admit mm-hmm. it was an epic episode it was an epic episode i mean You're i didn't delete right. it when it was over because i thought i might want to i might want to peek at this again because yeah. it was so horribly good yeah all right, we'll be right back. All right, we'll be back. 
right, just to put a pin, one more pin in the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills and the homeless, not toothless episode. That's what I'm calling it last night. And the one where Lisa Rinna finally, finally apologizes to Sutton, albeit under the guise of Lois's death, that she was so horrible about the fact that, you know, Sutton, yes, showed bad manners and saying, well, I invited, they were my guests to the Elton John party. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. What Lisa Rinna, she hasn't realized all these years that she and Harry get asked that somebody else is paying for them. That was just such a... But, I mean, she thought yeah. all these years it was just because... Complimentary because of who they are. Yes. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, and even though the day before the Homeless Not Toothless party, she had told Sutton she accepted her apology for being rude and saying that out loud and that she hadn't realized that, you know. And and you know, when I call Kyle a botzer, because last night at this charity dinner, Kyle leans over, shady, shady Kyle, and leans over and says, you know, to Sutton, well, did you and Lisa, figure, you know, she, she brought it up in the middle of this this thing. Kyle's a potster. Let's move she on. She is a potster. Well, so Kathy Hilton was in the clubhouse. Um, Her sister. Yeah. Yeah. Kyle's sister, Kathy, mom of Paris. And she... I don't know why my recorder didn't tape, but I didn't get that. Okay, so one random story she told Andy. Apparently, Kathy Hilton moved to the Waldorf Astoria or whatever. Like, she was in New York in the 70s. Yes. And 80s, and because she married Rick Hilton. They were young. They were like 20 and 22. Right, in, okay. In, like, in the 70s. Because yeah. she's like 10, married young she's yeah. 10 years older than Kyle. Kyle. And her good buddy... Andy Warhol, and she says, oh, yeah, I just found some really amazing pictures that Andy took of Paris and I when Paris was one. And As I have one a, does. And I have a As new photo does. of Andy Warhol with the bow and arrow uh, that he... Um, As one has. Yeah, and, and Andy's <laughs> like, you got to do some. These are Andy Warhols. And she's like, I know. But I just... I know. Love her. And when last night, she... I feel like she's a step behind and on a good volume. Yeah, in, you a know what? in a good way. In a good way. Yeah, in a good way. And I also think that um, she has lived this fantastical, otherworldly life beyond when right? she was twenty, marrying Rick Hilton. Right, and she was a she and her sisters were child child actors, and their mom was like a stage mom. I mean, she's just had a very you know, she's the star of her own movie for sure. For sure. 
And I just get a kick out of her. I and I want to know who did her facelift. It's fantastic. But anyway, um, they're in California. Are we going to fly out there for our facelift? Yeah, possibly, Julia. Possibly. Is that what we're going to do? But the, the story is, and it's been in, you know, is that there's some kind of a blow up that happens in Aspen. Between Kyle and her sister. And Lisa Rinna. Mm-hmm. And Lisa Rinna and Kathy Hilton, specifically. Kathy and Kyle will be fine. They actually yep. did a like an eight year stretch where they didn't talk, um, which is always which is really a long time. But I remember my one grandma did a did a stint about like six years not talking to her her sister Gwendolyn, and that was my grandma's name. One of them, Gwendolyn, Gwendolyn. Lady Gwen, beautiful yeah. name, mm-hmm. beautiful name. So here's what Kathy says about her friendship with Lisa Rinna. Oh, one second. My apologies. I got That's the okay. long one. Oh gosh, here we go. Hi, Kathy. Hi, Crystal. Hi. Hi, Kathy. Where do you and Rena currently stand since she seemed to come after you on social media? And when was the last time you spoke with her? I'm trying to think. Um, I saw her at the MTV Music Awards. Oh, right. Remember so then? I don't mm-hmm. think I've seen her since. Okay. But, uh, you know, I'm always polite and whatever, and I'm, she is too, if we were right Together. in each other's right. face. So, okay, so they haven't spoken they since haven't. then. They, yeah. they, something bad happened. Yeah, yeah, yep. that didn't sound very good. But no. I think Kyle addressed it earlier when she was on the show that there was a blow up. And we're fine now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, so, and their sisters and yeah. stuff. But um, I wonder, Lisa Renner. I think there's something different about. Or first of all, the she's trying to keep her job, and that's why when Sutton said like last week in her confessional, "Well, you're never going to get the soap opera actress out as Lisa." Yeah. Um, truer words were never spoken. I mean, when she was sobbing at the dinner and everyone was coming around to hug her, that was a soap opera cry. There wasn't one wet teardrop coming down her face. I know soap opera cries. So do many other people because we've all fake cried but wait a, minute. a time or two. I want us all to hone in on that because we might need it for our acting movie. Well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you fake cry. And that was such fake crying, but it was good soap opera fake crying. I mean, she really put her all, she squeezed up I'm going to take an online class, acting class. But in the soap <laughs> opera, they would have like, at one point, you know, they would have given her some glycerin drops. So she right. would have had the big fat tears rolling down. Nobody in uh, the Beverly Hills crew was doing that, Julia. So she had the what we call the dry heaving sobs of a good soap opera actress and they were all like coming around her and i was like i'm with garcelle i'm sitting in my chair i'm watching this any more gossip on the talk because nobody knows okay. no the, the garcelle was on the real she was on the real yeah okay. yeah right. she's my favorite she and sutton okay honestly the okay. next time we go to la we are going to sutton Story. It's it's like four doors down from Dan from Craig's. Oh, it's right in that it's cute little right corner. It's right there. Doheny and um, Santa Monica. Is that what that corner is? It's little Santa Monica. Yeah. Okay. So. All right. Anyway, Lisa Renna's trending. Oh yeah. No people are just like it's it's the most Beverly Hills cat fight ever. When you say oh, you didn't th- say thank you when I bought your ten thousand dollar tickets, and it's been going on. The way things go on in Beverly Hills like they are. I mean, I read a tweet about um, the self-importance of Lisa Rinna is too much from a woman who sold diapers. <laughs> <laughs> because she endorsed diapers. That's when we met her on the red carpet. First of all, we were huge fans of Lisa Renner's. And I, 
I still want to be. But I think this show has warped her, and we has. got to see her when I really started disliking her when I saw how she treated Denise Richards yeah. and Lisa Vanderpump the and the year before Yolanda Hadid. The show has warped her. Yeah. When I, when I, when your friends and husband should tell you to stop is what it needs to be her intervention. Yeah. I mean Because she really Was it her business if Denise hadn't a thing with Brandy Glanville? Nothing. No, it wasn't. Was uh, anyway, okay, we've we beat this to death. Do you think so? Yes, we're done with that. We're oh. moving on. Mm-hmm. We'll be right back.